What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Rip City Rundown podcast. We have another two-person podcast today. Just me and West Cody is still grinding his final exams. He finishes this week, and then he will be done for the semester, for the year with college, and then he will be back with us uh, to talk more NBA draft, to talk more Blazers offseason. So wish him luck with that. But this is our second-to-last podcast prior to the NBA draft. We'll do a full preview, full just prediction and how we think things will go with the draft on June 22nd. That'll be next week. We're just nine days away. As you're watching this, we're just eight days away. We've got some things to cover, though. We've got more rumors, specifically with the Pelicans that have come out. We've got some Aiden rumors we'll discuss. Uh, we'll talk Scoot Brandon Miller, if that still is a debate. Um, we'll talk some personal Rip City Rundown stuff. But the first thing we have to talk about is what Damian Lillard said on that podcast that he did with somebody where he said he's not going to the Miami Heat if they win a championship well they didn't win a championship so Dame to Miami confirmed what it sounds like I mean possibly I mean if you were on my bookie would you bet that no I wouldn't because um even though they are the favorite unfortunately uh that is if Dame were to get traded but you can't go on my bookie if you do think Dame will get traded and predict where he will get traded um, but if you want to be more pro Blazers, go bet on who will be the third overall pick. Will it be Scoot? Will it be Brandon Miller? We'll get into that more as we go deep in the podcast. But of course, you can bet on my bookie using code RIPCITY. The finals are over, but that doesn't mean there isn't sports to bet on. You've got MLB going on all summer. You've got the U.S. Open in golf this week. Mm-hmm. I know we did a lot of golf talk last week. If you're into golf, you know, drop a comment on who's your favorite golfer. But you could bet on them to win the U.S. Open. You could bet on NASCAR, Formula One. There's a lot still going on. And then, like I said, you can bet on the NBA draft. But you can get some free funds if you use code RIPCITY at MyBookie. You can get free funds up to $1,000 when you put in that code. So make sure to do that. And um, if you followed our best bets throughout the entire NBA playoffs, you would have been in the green. I don't have the final tally here, but I think we were around 60% win rate, which again, hey, if you're green, you're green, and that's all that matters. So you like that, that is MyBookie. But we'll move on to the real, real topics. Um, you want to jump into the whole Pelicans rumors? What What's going on with them possibly trading up, looking for Scoot Henderson, and how that interests you? Sure, we can. First of all, hello. How are you? Doing great, my guy. It's almost We, we live together, but always got to ask on the pod. And, and by the, the way, this podcast is presented by Dr. Pepper. I'm that is uh, hashtag... Not a sponsorship or whatever you say. Not an ad. It's just we're big Dr. Pepper fans. Um, Pelicans pick. I guess that can be the first um, thing on the checklist for this podcast because it was probably at this point, it's got to be the biggest piece of news that came out since the last podcast. And, you know, we're kind of in that cycle. We're kind of in that uh, the doldrums, if you will, of kind of in between uh the lottery the draft it's a lot of speculation right now and we've done our fair share speculating over the same things you know people you start to go in a circle about well this this and you eventually it's like all right one of two things going to happen we trade or we keep and then you build off that and you just a lot of talk a lot of smoke we've talked about it all but this is legit new news the pelicans pick um that's something we didn't touch on at all before this is we had we didn't consider and we didn't talk about and that we were saving it for if news like this came out, which I'm glad it did so we can bring it up, is what if a team wants to jump us or what if a team wants to trade up with us? And what is what are the ramifications of trading back? What are the ramifications of saying no? Just talking about, you know, everyone just thought it was Spurs, Hornets, Blazers. Who knows? Hornets could trade out 
Spurs won't, obviously, but Hornets could trade out. We we could trade out. That's an interesting topic discussion. I think something we've talked about, and the only thing we've talked about is who can the Blazers trade the third pick to? Who is going to be their trade partner? We've yet to talk about, like you mentioned, other teams wanting to trade with us. Because at the end of the day, (laughs) I know I say that a lot, but at the end of the day, if the Charlotte Hornets draft Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson is supposedly this generational prospect that a lot of teams are knocking down the door for, they're going to be calling the Blazers because they're going to be in the catbird seat. So this is something we've got to talk about. It's always been the Blazers need to go get their star. The Blazers mm-hmm. need to go start conversations with another team. Well, in this scenario, if in fact we do have the Scoot Henderson, if he does fall to three, the Pelicans are coming to us. We're, uh, the Pelicans weren't necessarily on our radar prior to this. Um, right. But I think the more we talk about them and the more we dig into their roster, there's a lot of different avenues we could go if we do, in fact, become a trade partner with the Pelicans. Right. And the Blazers, uh, like you said, we have been the seller. We've been like shopping the number three pick. And people, you're right. We could be a buyer. Teams could come try to sell their assets to us in exchange for the number three. Obviously, we're not just going to take whatever we want. But you're right. There is also a um, alternative to the whole draft process of the Blazers might not even be picking three. Um, and it's not because we went out and made the deals because teams come to us because like three pick has value. That's what we've said all along. And the Pelicans are the first team to the news has really come out that they're interested in scoot. Uh, I'm not surprised. Um, I think if you looked at that team, I think they could do with a great young guard. I mean, a lot of teams could, but especially them, they're pretty short up elsewhere. Um, but it's interesting because there's a lot of different packages you can do with that. And that's that's what I'm intrigued by. Um, I think people could get a little disappointed. I We talked about one. Uh, I don't know if you want to bring that up or not. But Yeah, no, we'll get into packages in a second. But I think the most encouraging thing about this news is the fact that this isn't a team that Portland is desperate to trade with. This is a team that in the scenario that the trade does go down, it's them being desperate for us because they want to come get this generational prospect. Now it's interesting because they did just draft a point guard last year. So maybe they don't like what they have in Dyson Daniels. Um, But I think the other thing about this news that uh, will make Blazer fans should make Blazer fans happy is that this just proves that the amount of value, this pay, the amount of, teams that value scoot even brandon miller not there's not a there has not been a ton of brandon miller chatter in portland just because mock drafts have had him going to charlotte mm-hmm. um and scoot could easily go to charlotte charlotte feels the need to do that on draft night That's um a key aspect that we just kind of precisely rushed past we're all these rumors are saying that charlotte's going to draft brandon miller they could just be smoke screening the absolute out of us. And and one thing I want to just caution fans on and caution NBA NBA junkies and even casuals is you always have to check who the source is and who's putting out the article. Because for example, let's say the Raptors, we've talked about this. Um Masai, it's r- rumors have come out that uh Masai wants three firsts for OG and it's coming from the Toronto paper, like obviously. You have to see who is putting out the information 
uh, you have to see who that person that's putting out the information is biased towards. And then you have to, because a lot of these people, a lot of these media people are just mouthpieces for people in the NBA circles. Mm-hmm. Chris Haynes is for Dame. Um, who was it for Neil Olshay? Neil had one. It was probably, it was Woj. It was Woj. Brian Woj yeah. for LeBron. Exactly. So that's why when all these Dame rumors come out from True Hoops Talk and Henry Abbott, like Nerd mm-hmm. called them on whatever that was called. True Hoops, is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah. Of course, you're not going to take that one as, as seriously as if Chris Haynes said anything about it. So people just need to be aware of where this information is coming from. That's what I'll say. Just in a in a time of a lot of smoke being flung around. Yeah, I don't think this is the last team we'll hear rumored no. that want to trade up, not necessarily with Portland, but for a Scoot or Brandon Miller. Um, and Joe, this, go ahead, sorry. An interesting thing, like maybe this entire time, the Hornets have been saying they want to take Brandon Miller because they secretly want to trade out of this pick. I, I don't know. There's so many of the scenarios. Like this could be all the Hornets have wanted this whole time and they want to go get Zion because they want to have the most fun team in the league. And that would sell tickets because that's what they need right. at this point. With possibly MJ selling the team, they need stars that a new owner would want to come get or right. come own. Not so. everyone's – I mean, everyone wants to win a championship, but people have – have other short-term goals mm-hmm. like for the blazers i think it should personally be let's resign at least let's get him back in the motor center that should be a short-term goal so obviously they're gonna want to keep dame because if you get rid of dame you know you're really on a slippery slope of how how willing are people going to be to come to games and such um but i think the other thing is joe cronin should be and blazer fans should be excited that the pelicans are showing interest and we're you want more teams you want to have options yep. you know and if you're if you're the blazers what's smart and they probably does with the Pelicans is if teams are calling Joe Crone about number three pick, you got to make that information public. You got to, you got to boost that value. Like it, it's, it's a game. I, I think it's a game. You got to boost value. You got to, you know, talk high you know, shade and look, it's looking great. You know, you do it with players that are already been drafted. Oh, Shane's looking great. You know, he's yada, yada. And you know, other GMs are like, hmm, hmm. but yeah, I think um, we'll get in packages after this final touch, because it, it was on the agenda, we'll go ahead and touch it now. Uh, the whole, t- there was a report that said most teams rate Brandon Miller above Scoot, which I thought was very interesting. I thought that was more of just a Charlotte Hornets thing, reported at least. Right. But you've got to think that if we have Scoot in our hands at the number three pick, that's more value than Brandon Miller. Even if teams rate Brandon Miller higher, you have to look at Scoot and say he has much more upside than Brandon Miller. Maybe Brandon Miller has a higher floor because just his positional value and his shooting ability, but Scoot's got that star, like superstar potential. I'm going to be honest. I don't want the Blazers. I'm going to be honest. I have not watched. I've watched way more Brandon Miller than Scoot Anderson. Yeah, the only of- highlights of Scoot I've watched is when he played Wimbenyama in that like scrimmage or G League versus French game. Which he yeah. played really well on. So I have not seen a ton of Scoot, but that is interesting you say that because what I hear is Scoot is a one of those. Uh, well, all three of them are generational talents. Like all, they would all go number one in their own draft. I think um, majority drafts. Yeah, I believe. Huh? I say yeah. Majority drafts. I think they. Yeah. Would probably get one. Yeah. And positional value probably plays a big part into that. Obviously, Brandon Miller has his legal issues that I think just needs to get fi- needs to get figured out. I'm not saying that I'm not taking anything away from him as a player. I'm just saying 
teams will probably that's something that are extra, drama, extra, it's extra drama that teams don't want to have to deal with mm-hmm. so i think that's got to get fi- figured out um as a person i don't know either you know when you talk about character loyalty i mean you saw Jokic win in bay finals and you saw his, his interview you saw just he just wants to go home <laughs> like oh, i like that Maybe i love I like that selfless selfless superstars is what you need and we even said last night, we're like, if Jokic can win one, come on, Dame, Dame, Dame can win one. Dame can win one as a superstar, but just from the character side of things, not the triple double, seven foot, do everything on the floor type of thing. <laughs> but, well, we'll jump into some packages because I think there's honestly three different scenarios the Blazers could go. And I'll just read them out or say them. And then you give me what you would want the most, unless you want to say something first. Go ahead. So the first one. Well, the first two is if you're going for the star route, you go Brandon Ingram for three, for Ant and three, and then Ant three for Brandon Ingram and more, or just you figure out, but Brandon Ingram is the centerpiece you're getting. The other one is Zion is the centerpiece you're getting. And the third one is if you want to go get your depth and then try to stock up assets. Asset Everyone and their mama is talking about this one on Twitter. So I guess this is the best one. Well, oh, okay. Just because it's said the most doesn't no, mean that's it's... facts. I know, uh, but it's her, right. Trey Murphy the third, and a bunch of picks, and then you package those picks to then with Ant to go get the star. I think no matter which way you go, they all have their pros, they all have their cons. But at the end of the day, you have to get the star. So if you're doing the Herb and Murphy trade, you better have another trade lined up because. I don't care about future picks right now. Let's so we just I want to get into depth about all these and not just lump them under the same thing. Let's talk about the pros and cons of each of them. Um, Let's start BI. Well, let's let let me let me as a throwback to our games we would play after podcasts. Let me do a little start bench cut here. (laughs) I think the least one, the least likely one, the one that I want the least is the Zion deal, and we'll talk about it. Um, and it's close between BI. I I value BI high as a player. I would probably it, it just depends on what you're what you're gonna do following that asset accumulation deal. Yeah. That's the that's the kicker. And that's the kicker here is what it just depends on the star you're gonna get because hopefully with a deal that uh brings back assets, you're like you said, have another deal lined up. So I think the one we both would probably want the least is the Zion one. So I think we should just talk about that one first. I, the Zion one really intrigues me just because uh, obviously when he's healthy, he's the best player you can get from the Pelicans. He is all NBA caliber, 27 points per game on some insane shooting. And if you were to get him, you would have the best offense in the league. 99%. We- we can debate who's better between BI and Zion. Zion's shortcomings are pretty glaring, in my opinion. I think his defense is atrocious. I don't know enough about his defense. I mean, I would. Just, I know he's not a positive. Right. I just and don't know how much of a negative he is. The injury concerns. That's where it's. it's that's what everyone's been talking about, which is fair. If it's the same exact package. If it is Ant and three for Ingram and a pick or Zion and a pick, I would take Ingram. 
I agree. But I think it probably would be a little more expensive to get Ingram. Not by anything. Like, I think you get more assets along with Zion. You can maybe sneak in a Herb Jones or a Trey Murphy or the 14th pick or two picks. Because, again, we're talking in a scenario where the Pelicans are the team that really wants this deal to go through. The Blazers aren't knocking down the door for Zion. The Pelicans no. are knocking down the door. We're the probably we're not even knocking down the door for B.I. Yeah. B.I. Like, is... The... You like well, B.I. So I, I told you this off screen, but if I'm not going... even talked about this in the off the trail portion of the last pod when we were talking about Jalen Brown was top 20. Right. I, and I'm saying Brandon Ingram is a better player than Jalen Brown. So I need to be OK with Jalen or with Brandon Ingram being a target. See, the thing about Brandon Ingram for me, and it could literally just be a personal taste. I like of the guys we've talked about of Pascal, of Jalen Brown, of Mikhail Bridges. He's just the least guy I like. Just personally, yeah. Okay, I mean I like Jalen Brown better too because he's a, he went to Cal and we watched him play in high school. But that's just bias. Like Brandon Ingram, Pascal is, plays like Cody. That would be funny to have on the team. And Mikhail Bridges is just a Mikhail is awesome Mikhail. Like how could you not like? Him? Yeah, so I get that. But Bi can hoop, man. I think if you have a scenario where you can trade the third pick, and of course at this point you have to trade Ant with it to match salaries, and right? Bi less a Herb or plus a Trey Murphy. You do that. That's a really good deal. I don't know if you're looking better, even if you have a chance to get Jalen Brown. I think just just think about it. Zion was hurt for a lot, but the Pelicans finished with a better record than us, and we're taking their best player and their best defender, and also adding Damian Lillard. Because the her to me Herb Jones is the is. We say it all the time. Herb Jones is the kicker. Point, the I, point of attack defense there is elite. Elite. It, it helps while the main portion of the trade doesn't necessarily... It obviously helps because it's a star player and that's what you need. It doesn't like address the specific flaws of the Blazers. Herb Jones, on the other hand, that... That identif- or that uh, helps an extreme flaw, which at the end of the day is defense and is specifically... Point of attack one-on-one defense would you rather have herb jones be attached with bi or the 14th pick be attached definitely probably herb jones for sure so just so people don't yell at us in the comments because some they sometimes think our trades are stupid like first of all we're not coming up with these and second of all it's not far-fetched to say ant in the third pick and just start with ant the third pick for bi and blank and say that blank is Herb Jones. And then if you think that's too much and you're watching this and you think, me out here. go ahead. Why would we keep saying Ant because he's the only one that matches salary, basically? Why in the world would the Pelicans want Ant if they're trading for their future point guard, too? And they have CJ and they have Dyson Daniels. You, you could see a third it's a great team point. involved here. Huh? Third team? You could see a third team get involved. I, I don't know. No, that's a hundred percent true. Now, well, if they want Scoot, that to me that shows that CJ is sort of expendable in a way. I mean, he's a good player. Obviously, Portland fans, we know his limitations. I think it's very intriguing because obviously the framework framework is there. Maybe you could do a deal where you're going. Nurk three, Nas for Bi. Maybe the salary gets enough there. I don't know. But, I don't have. The but if I but if, right if I'm me. if I'm the Pelicans, why would I want Nurk? 
I think that's more of one where like you're you're bringing him in and you're just gonna either buy him out Welcome. or reroute him in another trade. And well, I mean, you, get, you could do the same thing with An- with Anthony. You definitely could, but I don't think the Blazers. Are, there's probably not a world where they're doing Anton three straight up for Bi. No, I, I agree. I, and then on the other hand, I don't know if the Pelicans are wanting to completely gut their roster in a way, get rid of two of their better players just yeah. to get Scoot. I think they're trying to get Scoot while keeping a chunk of their core. Which I is, think the most likely thing, the one thing they want to do the most is probably move Zion for. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I think say, that's more something Charlotte would definitely do over the Blazers. I agree. Lamelo Zion, sell tickets, get butts in the seat. That would be sick. I'm not that's a fun it. team. They would play 20 games, but it would be sick. That's a Eastern Conference play in team. Um, Maybe he gives a team a run in, a, in, the, in the first round, but ultimately. That's a seven or eight Blazers. seed. I mean, it'd be fun to see Lamelo and Zion in the Imagine playoff. Imagine the uh, Hornets announcer with, that, with, with Zion. Oh, my. Wow. But to me, if Portland w- was okay with a Zion center deal, that just, it just gives me like, it gives me Kyrie to Dallas vibes. No, I think, we, would you agree that at their peak, though, Zion would be the most swing for the fences one? Like he would be, because we're talking about a guy that when he was drafted in 2019, he was an extremely generational prospect. I'm gonna be honest. I and think Bi. When he's played, he's been. I that. think it's Bi. Because I think Bi, in 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 the playoffs, you have to be able to hold your own on the defensive end. Which we we don't know if Zion can do or not. But Bi is a better defender, and Bi has a deeper bag. Who knows? Zion could turn into a Aaron Gordon in the playoffs and just be a sit in the dunker spot and. Because can he stretch the floor? I'm not really sure. It's been a while since I've seen Zion play because he's always hurt. He probably can. He averages 27. I'm not saying he can't play offense, but if you, I just am thinking about the playoffs and people are trapping Dame. Do you want to throw the ball and who do you want to throw it to? It's tough because because Bi Bi is the most KD like I think was like his release and being able to shoot whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. And Zion is on probably like the most Giannis like. Where yeah. he just see, I'm gonna disagree with you. Like, I agree with you in the fact that the best deal is Brandon Ingram because you have a little more. You, you know what you're getting more. Fit you know too. He's gonna fit. Play. fit. Fit. I'm not necessarily saying fit is necessarily better than Zion. The thing with Zion though is it, the health concerns are actually bad. A bi and Jeremy front court kind of fits like a glove. I think. I just think Zion, like Zion has not been able to get stopped by anyone when he's healthy. Again, the kicker is when he's healthy. But can he stop anyone on the other end? I, I think he's he's a better defender. Like, And I don't think Brandon Ingram is some out-of-this-world defender. And I'm not Brandon hating Ingram's on Zion. like Jeremy Grant Light. I'm not, I'm not hating on Zion, but no, is, I, he, yeah, would he, is he also undersized a little bit? Probably. He's definitely a unique player, and he's – Look, to me, I'm also just talking about this because in the back of my head, I know he can't stay healthy. I think he would fit better next to next to Jeremy Grant than Siakam would fit next to Jeremy Grant. Oh, I agree, but we're not talking about Siakam. We're not. So, no, I agree with you. I think Siakam and Grant are the same player, just Siakam's a little better. I think I'm biased just because I'm not a huge fan of Ingram. I have nothing wrong with him. There's nothing wrong with him. He just doesn't. Should we make the golf comparison? He's Xander Schauffele. He just doesn't do it for me. (laughs) 
I think Brandon Ingram, I think you're underrating him. That's all I'll say. I think that's fair. I don't think he can be I, the I best. Don't, I, I wouldn't be mad if we traded for him. I don't. I'll say this. I don't think either Vi or or Giannis or Zion can be the best player on a championship team. Oh no! I think Bi is the better chance. Again, Zion is. I, I think I'm higher on Zion than most in terms of just like when he's playing. Yeah, this team was a was a one seed, and that was when Brandon Ingram was missing a lot of time, and it was Zion that was playing a lot. So, I think you need to fit the team pretty. Pretty well, if you're going to trade for Zion, you have to go get a defensive-minded center. Like, you can't run Nurk out there next to Zion. But if you get it right, that's – I think you can win it. You're doing good things. But I think that's a really interesting team just because there's so many ways we could go with, go with them. And they're talented. talented. Like they have talent. The Pelicans, yeah. Yeah, they have talent. A lot of they, it. On 2K, that's a good team. Oh, that's a great 2K team. It's for some reason it just can't put it together on the floor though in real life. Uh Let's, I did a vid on Aiton. Well, I want to talk we... talk about the other trade. Oh, we didn't even talk. Yeah, let's yeah, talk to me. Yeah, We've I good. completely forgot about hey, that. Hey, 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 let's just hey. Do, do we do we need to take a 30 second? We good? I'm cool. Just dribble the ball and then we get a breather here. Okay, okay. Can dribble the air out of the ball here. We can rock. we can run a set late in the clock. Just okay. Anyway. Asset accumulation trade with the Pelicans. The one that everyone that Twitter is going nuts for. Talk to me. So this is in another, I believe, very intriguing trade. If you get the second step right. It's Herb, Trey Murphy, and like three first round picks or two first round picks or something like that for just scoot basically straight up and probably like Nurk, maybe salary match, but it wouldn't be Ant. So you get your elite defender in Herb. You get a guy that would probably fit on every single team in Trey Murphy that defends and shoots the lights out from three and is on the younger side. And then you get picks that you could then Would you get 14? Package. You could possibly use 14. You get future picks that first you though. package with ant you would i think in this scenario you would keep whether either 14 or 23 you'd use the other three or four picks and ant and then you go get your star now that's that interesting. Is so I, don't, I don't like that deal if you're not if you're not going to get another guy no but if you are if you are that is you just did that that's talking that's that's bag work from joe that's deep like the fries are at the bottom see but that's the thing is People are going to be upset when they see the number three traded for Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, and two future firsts. It's going to be the CJ McCollum's trade on steroids, where we get the assets and we flip them later, and then it turns out to be Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant for CJ instead of CJ for Josh Hart and a 2025 first. Right. Now, and now I think in that case, when that I want to talk about this here, if you make that asset accumulation deal... I'm just, that's what I'm called the double A deal. Double, double A deal. A. Yeah. If you're making the double A deal, Take and you are now in phase two of that deal where you have your assets, you have Herb and Trey. Just say Herb and Trey. Might not be them. Say it is for for this exercise. And now you are shopping your future first. And Ant is now sharp, not on un, as untouchable as he once was. If you're if you want to star, I think Sharp is still. I agree. Untouchable because I don't Sharp's think just, Sharp's just salary, better. unless you're getting Embiid, his salary 
doesn't match anybody and you're obviously not packaged. Well, maybe you could package him with technically Nurk. I I, I think he's you know who we're just as untouchable as he was. And I don't want to I hope I'm not I hope I'm not wrong because I'm just a Blazer fan, but I feel like we're severely underrating how good Anthony Simons is. Uh yeah, we definitely are. But I hope other teams are properly rating him and are rating him higher than we are because he, I mean, is it fair to say he's one of the best assets we've had from a, I mean, sharp, obviously, yeah. but look, if this dude is 24, 25, he might even be 23, 23. If he he's averaging 23, if he was on this team next year and it was Shaden sharp, we used to get the star. I wouldn't be mad. I don't look at Shaden sharp as, I look at him as a great player, but I also look at Anthony Simons as a great player. I don't think they're that much different here. The only reason Shaden Sharp is higher is because he's younger. He's a little taller. A little more athletic. I, I guess. And he's probably just, per, I mean, he's definitely He's, he's not out. as good as on defense right now. He's the same no, as Anthony Simons on defense. But it's, it's, just, it's, it's potential. the potential. Right. Which is it's a real potential. thing, but if, right. Sharp was, if Sharp was making $25 million and so was Anthony, and it was... Which one do you want to trade because they both match salary? I would oh. be just as well, yeah, you're, sharp as I would Simon's. Well, that that's like saying thing. Sharp doesn't that's like saying Sharp doesn't get any better in the next three years. Yeah. By the way, do you you watch hockey, right? It's six to one. Vegas. Golden Knights are gonna win it, huh? <laughs> that's insane. Quick Sorry. shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights. Um Back to the back to the deal here. So Herb Trey, future first. Yes, two and future then, firsts. If you like unlock those picks from Chicago, then you're talking like you've got a buttload of first round picks, like eight picks, and then you could trade picks and still have picks left. Now, if you do make this trade and then you don't make the move. I don't necessarily think that's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. I might be speaking. It's tough though because the then you have a logjam at guard still. You basically, if you, that's the only move you make this offseason and you make some around the edges, your main rotation is Dame, Ant, Herb, Jeremy. We'll just say Nurk for this experiment, and then we've got a guy we've picked in the late first round: Trey Murphy, Sharp, Nasir someone else maybe that team at the trade deadline is 30 and 24 and they are a seven seed then you have still tons of assets to then make move of the trade deadline right well i don't think we should look that far forward i agree but if like you said if you can unlock protections if you can get even more assets a bit look some People might say you're just kicking the can down the road. At some point, you yeah, either are going to pull the trigger or not. Huh? Gotta go. Am I frozen? No, I just didn't know what you just said. I was like, you gotta go. Gotta go. Oh, so confused. I thought you were talking to talk. Thought you were talking to PC. No, PC's not producing tonight. He's what? Your audio little decibels aren't good. No, but. Uh, basically, people are going to say you're just kicking the can down the road. You at some point you still have to go, but, but, Herb and Trey Murphy are legit players. I think 
Trey Murphy could be that perfect like fifth option KCP type player. I love. I really like Trey Murphy's. Game. I do too. Well, he, that, he dropped KCP. Like, did he drop? Did he, drop, he either drop thirty or forty versus us once we were tanking? But speaking still. of KCP, if you're Portland, at least what I would do is you have to look at the team that you you just won. How how do you stop that team? Uh, First you, of all, you have to stop that pick and roll try somehow. You got to take. You got to have a point of attack defender who can get into Murray's jersey and defend. And who can do that? Herb Jones. You need defense and shooting off the bench, or as your fifth option, Trey Murphy. Now, this is also we're including a star here in the following trade. But it's. Do you want to trade the number the number three in Anthony for Jalen Brown? Or do you want to trade the number three? And basically, at the end of the day, you have Jalen Brown, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy. I mean, hello, hello. And even if you... And we're not delusional, people. That's not as great. Like, we're also talking about a possibly delusional GM and a desperate GM. Is it going to take, is it going to take a Joe Cronin... Ma- it's going to take a Joe Cronin masterclass, but... That's a deal that, like, that gets me excited. That gets my brain churning. It gets him in the Hall of Fame. But that's one that that like like we said that requires Joe Cronin to get deep in his bag, just straight it's up. Like the fries are at the bottom. Like the fries are at the bottom. Anything else with the Pelicans rumors? We talked about them a lot. It's got me excited, but I think that's it for now. I hope another team comes out saying they want the pick before our next pod, because it's it's fun to go through new teams because we just run the cupboard dry with the Raptors and the Celtics. And that's, um, DeAndre Ayton, we. I don't know if it was since the last pod or not, but Jake Fisher in his article said that the Blazers were interested in him in the in the past, and then people read that as they're interested in him now. Even I did, and it turns out we're not interested in him. We used to be interested in him, which I think at the end of the day is a good thing. I made this, I made this uh, statement in the video I made about Aiton, and. I think it still holds true. If you get DeAndre Ayton, I think that no matter what, it'll probably be a failure of an offseason, even if you go get a star. Because if you get DeAndre Ayton, who's making 30 plus million dollars, and you go get a star like a Jalen Brown or Pascal Siakam, and they're making north of 40, that's like 150 million to, th- to four players, assuming Grant also resigns for around 30 million. The only way I'll be open to getting DeAndre Ayton is if you get Ayton and then you get his former teammate. Bridges, because Bridges is on the best contract in the entire league, making like $21 million. So you can't be paying Aiden that much money if he's not going to be an elite center, and you can't bank on him to be that at this point. So that's the Aiden spiel. Anything else from him? Aiden, uh, to me, I like him as a player, but money and uh, contracts play a big factor in yeah. your decision-making, and I agree. You you can't tie up a it with the, you know, New C, I don't know if CBA, but just the NBA growing. It's not a max deal anymore. I don't even the know NBA if makes so much money. There's not much. Sorry, I don't even know if in the new CBA. I know it's trying to like limit super teams. Right. More. I don't even yeah. know if you can do that. Yeah, I personally, it's just it's tough because would you rather have Aiton or Nurk? I'd rather have Aiton. He's a better player. Sure. Money wise, if you're filling out your team elsewhere. Do you say you do you save a bit of this at the center position and keep Nurk? You know, you just money and contracts make building an NBA team very difficult. And 
Aiden's a prime example. So I probably would, I agree with you. I would not want to deal for him. And he doesn't rebound. So as well as a center needs to, especially. He also, for some reason, like can't get four assists in a game. (laughs) Shout out Cody. Shout out Cody's second best bet. Was that a, yeah, that was a second best bet. Before he really started diving into the, uh, the research. Uh, but plus 800. It's not, not even on the agenda, but it's talking about Aiden and how the Suns just Suns fans throw out crazy trades. Mm. All Anthony Towns and Timberwolves fans just throwing out absurd trades. The trades that I saw today, too, one was with the Thunder and one was with the Blazers. Do you want to guess what this specific uh, Timberwolves, I think it was like a blog, uh, was Dame going for to, from both teams? Dame going to Minnesota? No. And for you going to Minnesota? And. Shaden? And. Nas? The third pick. <laughs> for Cat? Yeah, no. Sorry. I wouldn't trade any a single one of those assets for Cat. I don't want Big Purr. <laughs> and then the Thunder. No, that, that's a good point. Are you trading Ant for Cat straight straight? No. Like straight up? I, I might. I might. But not you Shaden. You have to convince me, though. I don't want Cat. Not number, definitely not number three. Are you serious, dude? Yeah. And Four. then the Thunder one was Chet, Jalen Williams, the good one, the one that finished second in Rookie of the Year, and then five first-round picks. The one from Santa Clara? Yeah. Who, That's I, because they're just salty. They dealt five for Rudy. Exactly. Uh, there's nothing bad. to talk about, Cat. Uh, not that much else to talk about. After so, all that? <laughs> uh, some Blazers TV news. I don't know if you saw this, but Neil Everett, he retired from SportsCenter. He said he's really enjoyed what he's done with the Blazers recently. Could we see more of Neil Everett? I think we could. Post-game, pre-game shows. So I think he only did road games last year. And in the times that I actually watched halftime and watched pre-game, I enjoyed my my time listening to Neil. I Everett, think not could. Olshay. I think Everett. Yeah. The name Neil gives us shut up. They said Everest. No. I said oh. not Neil, not Neil Olshay. Yeah, facts. But I think we could see him more, and I think we should see him more because he's, to me, he's kind of one of those childhood voices from Sports Center. Like when I was a kid watching Sports Center, like I can picture his voice. So whenever I hear him on a Blazer broadcast, it brings some like professionalism to it and some like a serious tone. Like, oh, like this is a this is cool. Like this is important. It's like Brian Anderson doing Brewers or. Mike Breen doing the Knicks. It's like, oh, this broadcast is just elevated. Yeah. So I hope we get to see that. That's good for him. Yeah, good for him. Sports Center's kind of bad now. Good for him. I don't watch it anymore. I don't watch Sports Center anymore. They don't do hot. You had a great Sports Center take. I mean, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's they it used to be less, or it was more of an ESPN take. There used to be like two talk shows on ESPN, and it was first take, and I think it was part of the interruption. And. Basically, all they ran was Sports Center, and the only times they ever really had people talk on Sports Center was on like Sundays, and that would just be kind of like recaps of the week, and the rest would just be highlights, and you'd have the ticker down the side, and they don't do that anymore. Now it's just more just opinion based stuff, which is is fine on occasion, but I want to see highlights. I guess social media kind of take takes that away a little bit. Yeah, but 
That's a that's a, it's a good take. For, it's a good sports that's a, that's a rant for another day. Uh, article. We did release an article. You released an article, and we're trying to bring the website back a little bit. So, you want to tell the people a little bit about the article you wrote? Yeah, I, we discussed it, or we discussed a lot of the elements last podcast. Uh, it was really just a piece about why I think this summer is the most important summer in franchise history. And I say that because the Blazers, when they have a top four pick, top three pick, they are 0 for 2. They struck out in 84 and they struck out in 2007. I don't need to say who those players were. You can go do research on your own if you want to learn more about that. Um, But this is more important because not only can you just can't afford to swing and miss again, because in my opinion, the best player to ever put on a Blazer uniform is Damian Lillard. It's franchise leading score. You have a once in a generation star basketball wise and a once in a generation character wise, in my opinion, like loyalty wise and an age in the NBA where loyalty is almost viewed as like weak. It's almost weak to just stay in for one team. You got to go get your chip. And then the same fans will say, you got to go win your chip. Say it's invalid because you're playing with other stars. So it's like, whatever. But you just, there's just so many external factors that are hinging on the success of the team and how good uh, Joe Cronin can pull off moves this summer, pretty much. Um, Dame has vocalized a few times he's a little impatient wants to leave possibly which is very fair blazers have done absolutely nothing to help the man um but this summer provides a great asset and an opportunity for the blazers to rectify and give dame two or three legit seasons at to gun for a title also you have the ownership issue portland's future in or yeah the blazers future in portland uh that's a slippery slope if you strike out this summer Dame wants to leave and all of a sudden you're left with a garbage product on the floor and a little bit of disinterest and, you know, some gentle pushes from the league to, Hey, Seattle wants a team, you know, that BS. Um, so yeah, this summer is just, it's, it's like a junction point of just Dame, just the whole Dame era. In my opinion, this is kind of your, uh, you've really given Dame no help. You haven't had much success drafting as the franchise in the top three, and this is a great chance to rectify that. So that was pretty much the whole article as in a Spark Notes format. But yeah, you can go read that if you want to. It's on ripsgrounder.com. And another the article article is in the description. Another article is going to come out Thursday, and it's basically going to address the Dame rumors and why they don't ever stop. I like to that. Me. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle of just stupidity. But I'm going to talk about it, as Cody would say. Let's talk about it. Yeah, my uh, my two cents on that article you wrote is a lot of the comments on our videos have been, why not just trade Dame and go get ourselves a rebuild and build for the next 10 years around Sharp and build the next 10 years around Scoot? Well, we... Our last two of our biggest, probably top five players in franchise history, Clyde Drexler, um, he left in free agency because he didn't want to be in Portland. Marcus Aldridge, in the prime of his career, he left. You don't get a player like Damian Lillard that wants to spend his career here. And who's who's te- who's telling Shaden that, or who's saying Shaden is for sure going to stay once he is out of his rookie contract? Who says that Scoot wants to stay? eight years down the line when he enters his prime. 
that that's not something we're just accustomed to here in Portland. I know Dame has made it to where that feels like it it's normal, but at the end of the at the end of the day, it's not. So at all, he's a rare that's, breed. Yeah, that's and my you you got to capitalize when you have a player like that. And this summer is the perfect opportunity to do so. And just the ramifications of the summer is is great. So that was the article. That's kind of, and that's why we do these, you know, we do the podcast because we're massive Blazer fans, but we also recognize like the past few years have been tough. And we've, as a channel, we've grown a good bit through a while. The team has been pretty trash. Quite frankly, we've missed the playoffs two years in a row. And prior to that, that's when we really started the channel. Yeah, we we basically um, started. We're just excited to see what post, the channel can do when the Blazers are good. Yeah, exactly. We've been talking about that. We started post Nugget series, post second Nugget series, and we lost. So. Yeah, and so just I didn't write this in the article because I'm not applying the situation to us because we're not important in the grand scheme of things. But personally, I would love for the summer to be a success because I think this channel could grow. And we have a good we have a good following. We love the we love you guys who watch us. We all love the Blazers. We all want to see them succeed. And yeah, of course, we all want the summer to be a success. How fun would it be to go through a playoff series, man? Oh, it'd be fun, dude. Prediction. We, that's previews. actually what, that's officially when we started. Well, technically, I made like two podcasts in the start of the 2020-2021 season post bubble, but then I didn't keep it going because you know you lose interest when it's just one person. Mm-hmm. But then me and you started doing podcasts during the nugget series recapping every game and that was when we had 200 subscribers and we didn't get a lot of following but that would be so fun and we we do it because we just love ball we love the blazers we got takes we need to spill them we got takes we got to put them somewhere so y'all watch them we deliver them and we like reading your takes in the comments too it's a a little give and take yeah we read every single comment just because we don't respond to it some of them are absolutely did you see the one did do you see the one about how like someone said how broad your shoulders were? Stop. Stop. Let's go off the trail here. All right. Good good pod. Uh the Blazer content will probably stop. We'll stop here unless we mention it in passing, but a little after show. I no. think I already know what you want to talk about first. I don't know if I'm probably not talking about what you want to talk about, but you I was talking about uh LACC. No. Nah. We, we don't not golf yet. This actually might be a little bit more somewhat blazers, but broad shoulders. Inside joke for those that don't know, some dude commented how broad my shoulders looked about a year ago when we were all together uh, in Montana recording a video. I, I have to give it to him. My shoulders did look pretty broad in that video. Can't lie. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm ready for Cody to be back on this pod. I'm missing his energy <laughs> or lack thereof. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Cody, if you're you will be listening to this at some point and you will be probably studying and listening to this, or you'll be you'll be doing something and you'll be listening to this and you'll be happy that I just name dropped you because we're gonna talk about you for a second. Um I I'm assuming he's going home in the next like by the end of this week. And then I was also gonna ask you because I don't know. What do you are you here during the draft? That's the Thursday. Do you leave the next day? I do. January twenty second is Thursday. I think I won't January, June. June. Oh, this is my bad. June. Um, I won't. June twenty second. Yeah, in nine days, a week, a week from Thursday. Thursday. So, we got to we got to do a stream for that for sure. Um, 
I just wanted to make sure you could be in it. I, I hope Cody can be in it. He should. Um, he said this is the last podcast he won't be able to be on because I'm pretty sure his school ends in the next three or four days. So Nita back. Nita, Nita, it doesn't feel right with just two, even though we, uh, we've had some great conversation and back and forth here. But we we need a, we need another one, and then obviously the TikTok will be we're getting back to normal when Cody comes back. So, speaking of Cody, speaking of just family, speaking of just the bro- brotherhood, I want to shout out um, our cousin for graduating eighth grade today. Absolutely, Shiloh. Hold on, name dropping you in the podcast. I, he's, he's in streams. He's at streams a lot, and, we, and we like that. We do. The shout um, out producer PC birthday coming up soon. Birthday is on Thursday. Yeah, maybe we could PC, PC if, you, if you're watching this right now, comment happy birthday to producer Cash. His I name is P- Cash. I doubt PC, PC. Will, will watch this part. PC probably doesn't care. <laughs> well, he's right there, isn't he? No, PC is not in here. We, I know. We don't have a producer for tonight, guys. That's what, Oh, that's why you've been kind of cutting a little bit. <laughs> I don't know what the title of this pod will be. Obviously, the people that are watching right now will know, but I can't use the uh, the Pelicans rumor because I made a video on that. You know, it could just be the classic. The double A deal, bro. Double A deal, yeah. That's a horrible, horrible one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Golden Knight's going to win. That's crazy. I'm just on ESPN. We should brainstorm a little right now for the end of the pod brainstorm what's the move so obviously those that don't know we're going to be me west and cody will be together and then in a little over two weeks from now obviously that's when summer league's going on when free agency's kicking in so we'll have those videos like we did last year where we're sitting down together uh those those were fun to make last year but what what else can we do give us some ideas below like some some irl contents uh, we'll be we won't be near many basketball courts, so um, I feel like I was frozen for you right there, was I? No, you're good. Oh, um, <laughs> so I don't know what it, what you got any ideas? What is some in real life content we could do? Because I think that would be fun. Take a break from just Blazer news. Mm-hmm. Do you have any clue what I just said? You said content that are non Blazers related. Some in real life when we're together, some IRL content. Ooh, don't show off the guns, buddy. Hey, I got, I got, I got broad shoulders too. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I need some people to let us know below. I don't, I don't, I don't want to share the secrets on the pod here. I'm just kidding. Yeah, because someone wants to take it so badly. Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be really funny. We should wage war. Well, who's your who's your winner for the U.S. Open this week? Paul Morikawa. I I don't know who mine is, but Scotty's a shout. I'll go Colin. I'll go long shot. Is either if I had to give a long shot, it would be Gary Woodland or Keegan Bradley. If I had to pick just the three, I think will win the most. It will be Brooks, Morikawa, and... Um, Scotty Scheffler. 
Spieth. Brooks, Morikawa. I'll go Scheffler, yeah. Brooks, Morikawa, and Scheffler. Because I've been watching some, listening to just some what's the word out at LACC right now, and it seems like you need to be very precise. Obviously, you need to be precise with U.S. Opens, but these are some weird-shaped greens. Uh, obviously, the rough is very thick if you end up there. A lot of a lot of fairway woods. Like We're talking 550-yard par 4s. We're talking 280-yard par 3s. So... They're playing downhill, but yeah. Well, one of the par fours is truly a driver three wood or five wood par four. That's uphill. Insane. Uh, there, it's a lot of half par holes. It's There's going to be a lot of birdie opportunities out there, but there's going to be a par four that's going to be the, an average stroke of four and a half. But there might be a par three that's a three and a half. There might be a par four that's three and a half. So I think it's still going to be a low scoring U.S. Open. Not necessarily like, like, like everyone's going to be close to even par. I think we'll see the winner be similar to the PGA Championship. I would say like six, seven under. But there could easily be days. There could. There's definitely going to be a player that's going to go like 65, 75 or something like that. The, like it's not one where someone's just going to go low every day. And it's also going to be one where if you shoot a bad score day one, you can easily get right back into it. So, right. But I've not done taking in my content because I am the content vacuum when it comes to golf. As it you sucks said, it last, up. as you said on the last pod. Who's your pick? It's a good price, Scotty. Um, I said it was who did I say it was in the text? Uh I'll look right now. Oh, I said Xander or Max. Yeah. I don't Max think Max is the popular pick, and I think he will actually finally play well. Add a major, but Max top five. I think if you want to, if you want to be smart, like bet Max like top ten or something. Yeah, so my bookie uh, advice: probably don't bet a winner. That's just how you lose money. Let's be honest. Maybe bet bet one or two. Gotta bet matchups. If you're betting one or two, that that's just a fun. Those are fun ones, but if you're looking for the full tournament, I want to bet something. Just settle for top tens, top twenties, that world. So. Maybe we'll convince Cody to throw a couple bucks on golf. I'm kidding. I'm not even going to try to convince him, especially in the midst of finals week. So, is that it? Anything else? Yeah. Well, thank you guys for I think watching. That's all I have today. This was episode 86, 85. I don't know. But we'll hey, see we you next to episode 100. We're going to do a party. A party? Just something, not a party, but you know what I mean? Something yeah, cool. Okay. We will see you guys Xbox giveaway. next week. And that will be our full NBA draft preview. Hopefully we have all the information we need by then. We will be doing a draft lottery, or not draft lottery, an NBA draft stream mm-hmm. on Thursday. Stay tuned for more details on that. And then obviously you can go over to the Rip City Rundown website. Go read the articles. Wes will be dropping one most likely on a Thursday. And then while you're over there, you can meander over to the merch. And go take a peek at some of the merch we have if you're interested in that. So got a lot of content coming at you guys. It's the most popular time of the year for Blazers at this point because we've been bad the last couple of years. So the best the best time is when everyone's zero and zero. 
We're tied for first We're, in the NBA, man. Tied for first. We got just as good a shot as everyone else. That might not be true, but I'm going to believe it. We will see you guys next time. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. Peace.